everybody. Welcome back to Love Curvy Yoga. I am super excited <laughs> today. We have with us um, a curvy yoga teacher. Her name is Deja. Remind me what year you went through curvy yoga training. 2016. 2016. So this is like you're coming up on your three-year anniversary? Three-year. That's wild. Amazing. And I... (laughs) I love all the YTT groups, but I really, I loved Deja's group. And um, there was um, someone who was in her group who was here recently, a couple teachers who were here recently um, recording some videos for the studio. And Deja came up because our fondest memory of you (laughs) was that you did a boomerang at the end of YTT and none of us knew what boomerang like it wasn't a thing yet so you were like our first introduction to boomerang oh my gosh that was amazing so I I boomeranged one or both of them I can't remember and they were like oh my gosh Deja is the last time we were boomerang (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, it was so much fun. So many fun memories from that group. Mm-hmm. Um, but Deja is a curvy yoga instructor, a mental wellness advocate, and the eclectic creator of the Breathing Space podcast. Deja, also known kind of across social media as Daylin, shares through her teachings and personal mantras the message that yoga is for everybody, while also expressing the importance of mental wellness through her creative projects. <clears throat> She aims to break down barriers of perceptions around mental health by sharing her own personal journey while creating a platform for others sharing similar experiences to feel seen and represented. I love that. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. So we're going to dig a little bit more into all of that in just a second. Um, But first, we are going to do our practice notes for the week. So if you're new or you haven't been around for very long... Practice notes is where we just kind of share what our practice is teaching us, and that could be on or off the mat. And so for me, I was telling Deja before we started recording that um, I have always been um, a Shavasana crier. (laughs) So since the very first time (laughs) I ever walked in a yoga class, I cried in Shavasana. At that point, I didn't realize that it was normal. I wondered what was wrong with me. Now I know that it's completely normal. Completely normal. Completely. (laughs) Um, And I always just thought it was a really hard season of life when I started practicing yoga. And I would go to classes at the end of the day. And I was like, oh, this is like the first time that I'm like, you know, just quiet for the day. And that's why I'm crying. And there's a truth to that. And things have been a little bit slow around here the last couple of weeks with the kids not being in school and work has been a little bit more quiet. And I've noticed, like, I find myself, like, crying <laughs> and processing oh, yeah, processing things, yeah, that aren't necessarily new. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what, why is this happening? I'm like, it's because just like how Shavasana is often, like, the first quiet part of the day, like this is the first quiet that you've had in a really long time. So I think that my on the practice, my on the mat practice is teaching me that I need to really carve out more intentional kind of like quiet and stillness in my life so that I can process things as they come along as opposed to them maybe just like building up over 12 months. And then like the week of Christmas break, (laughs) I just process it all at one time. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It just all comes out in tears. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to work on that. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> Human traits. <laughs> yes. Natural. <laughs> what about you? What, what are you learning from your practice these days? Oh gosh, I'm, a number of things, but I think one of the main things that really stuck out for me and my body really told me, um, right into, you know, fall and into winter solstice is just to practice just embracing slowing down. Yeah. And so similar to you, Liz, like I really, my body really just wanted to stretch slow and intently and just really get into my body and and feel grounded yeah and I think making that room to to do those stretches actually facilitated stretching my my mind and stretching me outside of my comfort zone it kind of all tied in in itself um over these past few months um towards the end of 2018 I really um took heed in that and allowed that process to kind of open me up in a way. And I honestly, as I was doing it, I didn't realize the, the impact that it would have, Mm -hmm. but by doing that, by just slowing down, I I really didn't go crazy into poses. My, my clientele um, was limited. I really set aside some space for me Mm -hmm. and that really allowed me to open up, um, and and tap into my own power in a way and and something that I have not done um prior um and it's definitely transformed my outlook for sure that's amazing just turned turned a whole shift into you know into where I'm doing now that's so great what a great like what a great way to kind of like take charge of 2019 at the very start (laughs) Yeah. And it just, it just kind of like organically like turned into that way. And, you know, the, the podcast idea and, and, and bringing that to life and, you know, recently completing, you know, the mini series and looking back and going like, wow, I, by taking that time to, to just like listen and then tune in to what I need to do and what I want to do. It it created something that I didn't even know that I could really, you know, tap into. I love it. It's been a really cool process. That's awesome. Well, that is the (laughs) perfect segue to head right into corner of the curve. So we are going to talk to Deja. One of the reasons that I wanted to have this conversation with her is because she has a new-ish podcast. When did you start? I started this, oh gosh. Um, the idea came over the summer okay. and I really started putting the groundwork to connect um, with different creatives on social media um, close to the fall yeah. and and developed it. And um, so yeah, it was around that time last year. Awesome. So Deja's new podcast is called Breathing Space Podcast and I have listened to all of the episodes so far, so far, and I've loved it. Um, and (laughs) it is really a podcast that's dedicated to mental wellness and mental health, particularly mental health and mental wellness, um, really geared towards people of color. Um, although I would highly recommend that everyone listen because I have loved, I've super enjoyed listening to it. Um, and listening to her guests has been really great. So, why don't you just talk to me a little bit about um, what, when, when were you like a podcast? Like, that's it. This is what I want to do. And, and the content, when 
did that kind of all come together for you? You just talked about it a little bit, but how did you know that you wanted to do a podcast and that this is what you wanted the focus to be? Well, it's funny because I was always into, I actually majored in mass communications when I was in college and have always been, you know, fascinated about, you know, research and and wanting to connect with people and wanting to hear their perspectives. So I switched majors and um, believe it or not, um, took women's studies. And so I learned a lot about, you know, just different perspectives of, you know, human experience and learning on that end of the spectrum. Yeah. Then fast forward, you know, learning, I, I did um, minor in media studies too. So I still learned a lot of um, technical things, audio producing and things like that. And then fast forward a few, maybe about five years uh, um, into the future, I did a little stint at a radio show. Uh, it was like an online radio um network local station and so i would you know do little you know music segments and then i would kind of like put in like little excerpts of me just talking um just in general about life and like i'll put like some quotes on on the network it didn't fit (laughs) i I look back now i'm like that did not fit for the program but my intent was to put something out into the world yes you know yeah so you know and then so i'll of that once that was over I was like okay um last year was really about like figuring out what what do I want to put out in the world and I've been been roaming around the idea of a podcast for a while thinking oh, okay that's gonna take you know x y and z amount of time you know work you know um startup whatever and then you know as technology has changed yes I've been able to say okay I don't have an excuse now right. <laughs> so let me see. And so it just kind of like eventually evolved itself. And I said, you know, let me, let me take some time to see what, what message I want to put out, you know, Mm -hmm. with, with this idea. And I've always um, been an advocate for mental health for a while. I actually volunteered when I was in college um, for the department of disabilities and was able to facilitate, um, up and coming freshmen to get them acclimated, um, regardless of what their, um, um, you know, abilities or disabilities are, they, you know, giving them the best tools that they could have, um, as they enter in, into the college life and experience. So I've always been an advocate for it. Um, but really wanted to share more about my experiences, um, in the social media space, which can be a little yeah. jarring um, because, you know, there's always, you know, these opinions about mental health and mental wellness out there. And I think truthfully to my opinion, especially from having these conversations, it's the only real reason that there's this stigma is because of lack of conversation. Yeah. So I agree. 100%. I, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to say, okay, you know, I've gone through it. I have experience with it. Let, let me share my story. And then when I realized and in connection with, you know, let let me make this into something that, that others can feel, you know, that they're not alone. And then when I started connecting with other creatives that not only are running their businesses, you know, you know, creating content, making, making strides, but they also are open to sharing their experiences. I said, you know, Let's let's let me see about connecting with them and, and creating a, a safe area where we can have these type of conversations and you know 
in, in, in no way is this like a, a cure for anything sure. or a, you know, or, um, you know, trying to force any type of way to deal with, right. um, mental health. This is just a safe area to just talk yeah. and to not feel alone. And I think being able to do that, um, with the women that I was able to, to talk with has been eye opening for me. I, I love so that. much through them. Um, and it, it was a beautiful experience. So I, I do hope um, the people and the listeners, you know, get a chance to check it out, that, that you're able to to relate in some way and, and share with those that can benefit the best from it. Yeah. And I definitely think, I mean, this is true for me. And I imagine that it's true for others, too, that sometimes in kind of processing your own things or figuring out what you need to do to process your own things, it can be yeah. helpful to hear how other people... Exactly. have, you know, gone ahead of you, um, yeah. and what they've done, because what works for one person might not work for another, might not work for right. another, but sometimes you just need to hear somebody say like, this is what I've done. And this yeah. is what's been helpful for me um, exactly. to even give you a starting place, yeah. um, of, of what to do and where to go and how to begin. So if you don't mind, you can get as personal or as, you know, keep it as impersonal as you want, but Share with us just a little bit of um, your own personal journey in mental health and mental wellness. I know a little bit of your story, but um, maybe yeah. just share um, sure. with our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I did go through a bout of depression. Um, it was considered high functioning. And technically that means, you know, from the outside looking in, it doesn't appear that there's a lot going on, but you know, there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And, um, it happened not long after, um, lost my father, yeah. which is about four years ago now, no, it'll be almost, almost five years, um, coming up soon. Um, but that experience definitely, um, brought it on even more. And so I had to go through, go through the motions and, and, and handle it the best way I could. I did go to therapy and, you know, up to that point, because especially in, you know, the black community, it's, it's, it's not, uh, advertised <laughs> to, <laughs> to seek, um, therapy, sure. you know, pray it through and all of yeah. that, which is great. That's what I do. I'm, I'm very religious and very spiritually connected, but it, it's also good to have, uh, discerning ear that's yeah. unbiased yeah. and that can hear you and 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 offer tools that can help you with grief or with whatever you're going through um and so that was a route that i did choose and i benefited from it and then i i took on um my own journey of of spiritual wellness i actually was i've always been a, a lover of yoga um ever since i was a teenager but really took that time after that loss to mm. go inward and spiritually connect. Um, and so through therapy and through working in Lee and then knowing, okay, this is, this is the track I'm going to go on. Um, it really propelled me to just go after what I really wanted. Mm. And, and that helped me to be able to be a vehicle for wanting to share this message. And yeah. so that kind of spearheaded me to talk about it. Um, because I know what I've gone through and I've known others in my family and friends that 
talk to me and, and confide in me in silence, but it's like it, it just, it, or, you know, in confidence, but yeah. it just feels like it, it's, it's still so, you know, it's shame around it. So, yeah. um, and so I know, you know, you, you have to be the change you want to see. And that's, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, well, there's not enough conversation um, that I'm hearing, especially in, um, in communities of color. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. And I felt there was a lot of, um, you know, connected energy towards it. A lot of people that resonated, but I think there's still, you know, a need for, for more growth in, in this space. And, um, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to, at least put my, you know, my, my heart and soul into this topic and, and hopefully there can be some change in the future, you know, on, on this subject matter, but I'm definitely grateful to gone through what I've gone through. I don't regret anything. Yeah. Um, any, any feelings, that, you know, towards it, I don't have any shame towards it anymore. I'm, I'm very vocal about it, but that's not everyone's story and sure. journey. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully this, this series can be something that can just spark the feeling of, of not feeling alone and, and knowing, okay, there's something that, that I can relate to. And, and this can be the stepping stone for, you know, whatever journey it leads them to in, in terms of wellness. I love that. So that's so my hope for it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> How did yoga, if it did play a role in you? in your kind of mental wellness journey? And then how did um, deciding to become a yoga teacher play into that as well? Mm, huge. Um, oh, gosh. Um, I want to say when I, that whole first year of, of losing my father really had me like, buckle down on what is it that I want. Uh, I kind of went on, I don't want to necessarily say autopilot, but I wasn't, I wasn't fully clear. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. so when things happen, life hits you, you know, you go into that mode, like, okay, uh, I need to figure this out. Yeah. I, I need to know where, where I, where I fit, what, what, what I'm a vessel. So I know I yeah. need to give something to the world. What, what does that need to be? And so going through that period, few years, um, you know, of grief and then learning, okay, I've, I've always loved yoga. This is a connected thing for me. I know it, it's, it's spiritually grounding. Yeah. I know that I grow from it. Let me look into this further. And so, you know, always, always, you know, practicing it. So I, I would love to learn it and, and become an instructor. And so yeah. as soon as I, delved into that research, I came across Kira Yoga and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to be <laughs> We're so glad you found it. <laughs> I'm so glad I found it. I'm so glad I connected with you guys. It was just the the best experience I could have gone through in the time that it happened. Mm. It was just, it was perfectly aligned and it changed me forever. Um, and it, it grew me to understand that I was, it just reconfirmed that I was on the right path. I love that. Um, yeah. And, and the message that I wanted to get across, it made me stronger in that messaging because, you know, through that whole training, you know, you guys were a proponent for understanding the poses, but it was so much mindfulness built in that, you know, reaffirmed, you know, why I was a part of it because, you know, having that conversation with Anna was just, you know, reaffirming in itself and then being around everyone and, 
and hearing the different stories and connecting emotionally. It's yeah. just, just amazing. Um, and so that took me on that journey and then teaching and, and instructing clients um, at the private sessions at this point in time. And so being able to connect one-on-one and being able to find what their needs are and their pain points and, and just garner a safe space for them. That's how I've always been. Yeah. You know, and seeing the change that they noticed afterwards, it's just been amazing. So, um, that, that journey helped, uh, immeasurably. I love in, that. Yeah. In my experience, um, in being, you know, just a stronger, you know, spirit in the world. Um, it's definitely a wonderful challenge that's helped that. That's so great. So when did you, when did you, when did you first start practicing yoga? How old were you? What was going oh on in your life? Gosh. Oh, I was, I know I was in my teens because okay. in my teens, I think I was, I, I really was tapping in. I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> hindsight, you know, it's a lot of hindsight reflecting, but I, I was really tapping into like wanting to do, like I was just amic yoga. It was yoga and Pilates. Was I love yoga, it. Pilates. Um, it's DVDs. I was, I was just like, <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I, this is, this is it. Like, I love it. Like, I just loved the feeling of not, I was, I was never, I was never big on like sweating till I pass out. Like, <laughs> yes. I, like as far as exercise, like I, I did, uh, back then it was Tybo. Yeah. Tybo? That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was one thing. And then, so I was like, I was into the fitness thing as a teen. Yeah. Trying to, you know, and then, but yoga, something about yoga and Pilates stuck with me. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is so good. I feel so relaxed after this. Oh, this is great. <laughs> and so the, it started then, like, you know, teens, preteen years. And, and then in college, it was the first time I really took a class. Mm. And it was just transformative because it was, you know, a period where I was really struggling um, and going through a lot of personal things. And the first class I was in and, and the, just the community that was there was just so warm and welcoming. And being in the class, being around people, experiencing the same thing and, and everyone getting something a little bit different out of it. Yeah. And, and just just in general, just it was just amazing. And Never forget the instructor that I first came across and her warm energy. We're still connected to this day. I love that. That is, that is so good to hear because especially in like our, and, and I'm sure you remember from going through training, a lot of times we'll talk about like our first experiences in a yoga class. And so many times people's experiences are negative. So it is so helpful for me to hear someone say that they had like a positive first time experience. Yes. That's now, awesome. I'll say, I'll say after that, I've had some. I, oh, I of course. discern what's good and what's not yeah. after, after that first experience. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. is this? You know? Yeah. I, I am grateful that the first experience was nice. That's so good. <laughs> I love it. That's so great. Um, well, I want to circle back around and, and get, talk a little bit more about your podcast. Um, okay. and in a, in a little bit, um, Deja's going to do a curvy collab for us. So she's going to kind of give us some resources and her resources will be some of the people that she's had on her podcast. Yeah. But I know that you are a creative yeah. and, um, it was nice to listen to some of the other women on your podcast who are also creatives um, and kind of hear their experiences. Um, but I'm curious, I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this. 
<laughs> but, and so I live in Nashville, as most of you know, and I'm surrounded by musicians. Most of my friends are musicians or they're definitely creatives in some way, shape or form. And there is, there seems to be, and, I, and I'm, this is, it's great. There is a real focus right now in creative communities. There's a real focus on the conversation around mental health and wellness. Do you feel like that's always been the case? Like creative people have always been mindful of that? Or do you feel like that's like a new thing in our culture? It's, it's absolutely um, evolving and growing into something new because I think, especially in our generation, um, it's funny, I had a conversation with one of my guests about this um, on the podcast. We really are now as a culture, especially with social media, really starting to have our voice projected and and we're sharing and we're growing. And when that happens, you know, when social media really came about and really became big, we were, you know, the people that are in this creative space now were younger back in the day and, you know, weren't, you know, it wasn't too much of a big deal, but now as we're getting older and social media is growing. Yeah. Um, and you have creatives really in this space more and more. The conversations have evolved. Um, history back in the day. So, so social media has definitely evolved into a space, space where, where our, our truth, truth is, is really becoming, becoming something that not only that I feel creatives want to express more, it, it's something that, that, Viewers, viewers and those that are on social media are craving now. I yeah. think, I think the era of, of the just, you know, for, for creatives, I'm saying, um, this type of industry for, for to just be, you know, their art and that's it. Or just their, you know, this and that's it. it it's a story. We're sharing, artists are sharing a part of themselves. So that, what comes with that is their truth. And so, it's kind, it's kind of evolved, evolved into us telling our story. story. And, um, and I've and noticed, noticed that it's, 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 it's just, just been a melding of, of the truth being, being in the forefront. And, and I think I it's think beautiful, beautiful to see because it, it is, again, again, you know, bringing to the point that, that you're, you're, we're not alone in this. And there's so, there's so much of this type of conversation that still needs to be had in the mainstream. Yeah. And so I think it's great that these creators are taking the initiative to make it a part of their mission to speak out about it because it's, it's, you know, and, you know, I've mentioned this in the past, like just as much as we made a focus to our physical bodies, our mental, our mental wellness, wellness is just, just as important. important. So, so it, 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 it makes, makes sense, sense to want to talk about it and, and share yeah, our experiences about it. And, and for, the, for, for the people that are putting it on their platform, platform, I think it's just, just you know, transformative. It's, 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 you know, it's allowing a face to be, to be made about this topic and hopefully change can come from it. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's, it, it does, it definitely feels to me um, like the conversation is starting there. And is starting in those spaces. And what I think is so um, amazing about that is that I think as a culture, even if you are someone who doesn't consider yourself a creative, if you are someone who maybe works, you know, in you have like an office job and that's Mm -hmm. your thing or you work in the medical field or whatever, there is this kind of thing in our culture where we all want to connect to creativity. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. 
And so whether it is on social media or whether it's in your friend groups or whatever, I think there is this like thirst for all of us to connect to either like art or music or theater or whatever it may be. And so it is so amazing to see this discussion happening so widespread in the creative community because the creative community is touching all groups of people now. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Um, And And we all have a little bit of creativity. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, I think that it's a beautiful place for that conversation to be being had and to be, to even feel like it's starting there because I think it will reach so many more people and hopefully people will be paying attention. Yes. Yeah. That's so great. I love it. (laughs) So how have you gone about like finding people? Has it just been through social media, finding people to talk to on your podcast? Is that kind of how you found your, your guests? Yes, actually it's, it's so funny because I, I did some research and, um, connected to people that I've, um, already knew online. And it's like, Hey, like this is something that I'm thinking about. Um, and the few that I've reached out to that are opponents of mental wellness and, and met for the first time said, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Are you interested in this? And, um, they, um, they were completely were on board, board. and it's just the, the connections, connections that I've, I've, I've been able, able to, to, to grow with this has just, just been, been um, transformative, just amazing. amazing. And, and they've, they've taught, taught me so, so much. much. Um, but, but the, the idea, idea that I'm going to create a podcast for mental health, I never thought, truthfully, even though it's funny, because even though they were saying that, you know, they're, they're, promoting this or, or giving hints of this on their, on their social media handles. Like I never thought that that conversation about it would be something they'd be open to, but every single one I've reached out, oh, I'm down. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it just, it just reaffirmed me that this is needed. Yeah. And more of it's needed, um, you know, so I'm, I'm happy to be a part of, of you know, you know, starting, starting this conversation, conversation continuing, continuing this conversation, conversation to know as others that have, have um, created these types of um, outlets as well. But I'm just grateful to be a part of it and to, to put my stamp out in the world to, to continue it. Yeah, I love that. What, and this is like a really general question. We could probably do like a whole three hour podcast <laughs> with this question, but say there's someone listening, you know, a lot of times we will have people who are listening who are like, just thinking about yoga. Like they're not really sure. They're not teachers. Like they're just thinking. So what would you say to people who may be listening, who are starting to think about what mental health is, what mental wellness looks like, what steps they could or should be taking in their own life to kind of care for their own mental health? Yeah. What are some advice that some, what is some advice that you would give to those people? Oh, gosh. Um, I know it's a loaded question. It is very loaded, but I'm, I'm open for it. Um, I would first want to say that just the fact that they're considering, um, yeah. the, the thought of delving into this is, is first off giving yourself gratitude to that Mm. Don't, don't feel, feel overwhelmed, overwhelmed in the process, process of wanting, wanting to, to delve deeper into, into what, what that, that looks, looks like. like. Um, um, 
just, just you know, know take, take your time, time figuring, figuring things, things out. out. Check out our podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> space. Because, because honestly, honestly it, it, you're, you're hearing, hearing so many, so many different, different stories. stories. Yes. Um, from, from different, different women, women um, and, and their experiences, what worked for them. So I think that, you know, that's a great starting point to say, okay, what she's doing felt right. For her, that like, can resonate with that. Let me see if I can give that, that a try. It's just, just learning different, different techniques. techniques. There's, There's um, a woman on the podcast um, that, that her name is Jennifer Sterling. She is a um, dance and movement psychotherapist. Yeah. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah, her experience and how movement transforms and, and heals in, in, yeah. in, in different ways. It's just, it's just beautiful. Um, so there's, there's so many different routes that you can go on. You can go through traditional therapy. Um, you can go through um, um, movement therapy, dance healing. Um, um, a big component of um, nutrition, learning that aspect. There's just so many spaces. Christmas healing. Um, 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 I spoke with my, my very first guest, um, Goggin, she's an actress, and she talked about, about, you know, how that's, that's helped her. So yeah. there's, there's so many, so many journeys that you can take. So just, so just pace yourself, yourself, I'd say. Give yourself, give yourself grace, grace through it all. Yes. Just move, move through it knowing, knowing that you're doing, you're doing work, work that's necessary to better yourself and better your journey. And that all steps leading to that is, is beautiful in its own right. We love that. Well, we are going to move into Curvy. This felt feels like a good time to move into Curvy collab where, you know, Anna and I usually will share a resource. Um, and I asked Deja to share a resource uh, with us. And so I think she's going to share with us kind of some of the women who have been on her podcast and how, you, how and where you can find them to kind of see what they're talking about. But before we do that, Deja, is there anything else that you want to share about your podcast, about yoga, about your life, about anything else? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, um, definitely check me out on um, Instagram, day underscore Lynn. There's a lot that's going to be happening this year, and um, definitely follow along. And um, of course, the Breathing Space podcast has its own Instagram, um, so definitely check that out. And um, some more projects will be in the works, um, still kind of you know, getting things together and ideas in mind. So, um, just, just be on the lookout. There's a lot, a lot of, of, lot of lot changes, changes happening. Um, and a lot of things happening that, that I love to be a part of. I love it. And we will put links to, um, Deja's personal page to her podcast and then to all of the people she's going to mention. We'll put all of that in the show notes. So if you're driving, I don't want you like frantically looking for a pen to write things down. <laughs> it will all be there yeah, for you. Know. <laughs> safe God. podcast listening people, safe. <laughs> Okay, so let's just go right into Curvy Collab. What are some of the resources that you have for our listeners? Yes. Um, well, I am going to list um, the guests that have been gracious and an amazing um, part of the Breathing Space podcast. So I'll uh, first start with um, beautiful and talented actress. Her name is Alden Goggin. And she is not only an actress, she is a body positive. Um, um, advocate. advocate. She loves Crystal. Crystal. Yeah, yeah, she also, she also crystal, crystal Healer. healer. Um, she, she already, already um, 
has, has so, much so much knowledge. knowledge. She, was she was certified, certified in, in, in learning, learning about, about crystals. crystals. And so, so she, 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 she can she tell you from top, top to bottom, bottom all of the, of the things that can, that can help, help with, you know, anxiety and, and you know, you know, um, calm, calm and healing. It's just, it's just amazing, amazing her knowledge. Her knowledge. Um, yeah. and, her and her handle, handle is Alden, Alden Gognon. Um, and you'll be able to find her and just beautiful with her messaging. Carla Huffman. Um, is my, the, the, a further, further um, along, along in the series um, guest, and, and she is a TV web series producer and yoga instructor. instructor. So, so she's, she's actually, actually created, created a series that's, that's focused around her experiences, her experiences in um, yoga, yoga space as a woman of color. color and and it's, 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 the, the series, series itself, itself is hilarious, and it's just a great refreshing take. On, on just, just um, young, the life, life as a yoga, as a yoga teacher, teacher and, and just, just yeah, yeah just, just experiences. experiences so, so it's, it's, it's so great so definitely, definitely check, check her out, out. Um, Carla produces, produces is her handle, handle. Um, Jennifer, Jennifer Sterling, Sterling I, mentioned I mentioned her earlier, earlier. she is a, a dance, dance movement psychotherapist and nutritionist and she actually has a her own project called Black Girl Healing Project which is amazing itself and her handle is Jen M. Sterling and Brittany, Brittany Tanner, Tanner is a singer and entrepreneur, and she's a part of a music group that's very socially conscious in their messaging. Um, they're called Soul Development. Beautiful person, beautiful spirit, and um, she definitely shares her wellness tips. And then finally, April K, which was my very last guest of the series, um, she's a social ju- excuse me social justice and community influencer. And, um, and also, also a singer and member of uh, all girl group called, called Imani Gold. Gold. Um, she, she really, she's, she's been a lifelong proponent of therapy and, and has, has a lot of experience and a lot of insight on kind of how to navigate that space. That's a realm that you want to go into as far as mental health. So I definitely recommend tuning into listening to her perspective. And that's it. I love it. And again, we will link everybody um, in the show notes so that yeah, you yeah. can easily find them. Um, oh, 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 and, and Mariah, Sh- Sh- uh, one more. Mariah, Mariah Shanae, she, she is a is photographer. photographer. Um, um, she, goes she goes by, by Mindful, Mindful, the Mindful Creator. Creator. And she, she is a um, um, uh, photographer, photographer and a huge mental, mental wellness advocate. advocate. She's, she's very, she's, she's so forthcoming with her experiences. So that's another one where you can feel connected and know that you're not alone. Beautifully honest. That's amazing. So great. I love it. I'm so, I can't wait to go follow all of these people. (laughs) Yes, please do. I'm excited. That's so awesome. All right. So on to our gratitude for the week. So um, I'll share first. I just, I guess, kind of circling back to my practice notes for the week. um, I am just grateful for the quiet that came. Um, I'm not someone that like seeks out quiet um, cause I like being around people and a lot of my life is spent around teenagers, not just the two that live with me, but other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so those are never quiet spaces. Yeah, um, and I like loud music. And so I'm not, yeah. I'm not <clears throat> frequently looking for quiet, but when it finds me, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'm grateful for it. So I'm really thankful just for the unintentional, not sought out quiet that hit me over the last couple of weeks. What about you? What are you grateful for right now? Uh, right, right now, now I'm, I'm grateful, grateful for, for my boldness. boldness. Mm. Um, 
I've, I've, I've kind of had years that I second guessed myself. Yeah. Which, you know, hindsight, I'm like, you know, back to the hindsight thing. I'm just like, I, I don't know. And, and, I do, I do know, know it, you know, it's, it's a, lack a lack of, of not, not going, going for it. For and it. I, yeah. think, I'm really I'm really grateful, grateful for having, having the courage to go after, after my ideas, ideas um, without, without needing other, other, others' permission. permission. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. I love that. I think, yeah. I think one thing, and I can definitely, especially when hindsight kicks in often, yeah. what can come with that sometimes is a little bit of regret. Like, I can't believe I didn't do this sooner, mm-hmm. but I think one thing that I always tell myself, because I believe it to be true, is just that I wasn't ready. Yeah. yeah exactly. I wasn't ready, and it wouldn't have been what it what it's supposed to be. All in All divine, divine timing. Time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so I think you're, um, you're settling into your boldness that was probably always there. You just didn't know how to access it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're coming into it in this season is intentional for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I love that. That's so great. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Well, we are going to take one deep brother, one deep brother, one deep breath together, <laughs> <laughs> just to close. Inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. Namaste.